ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for the dark carousel. <laughs> It is time for the Dark Carousel. Today is another day to be happy, folks, because you're alive and you're listening to the Dark Carousel podcast. And then the Snags guy is here today. Dark Carousel podcast. And yeah, so there. Um, Again, today, just bullshitting around in the studio, shooting shit with you all. And then we, uh, Friday... After work, we went and saw the D and D movie, which was great. Um, all all four members of the Dark Carousel, we all went, mm-hmm. and it was it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So, uh, for those of you who have not seen it, the Dungeon and Dragon movies, Honor Among Thieves, uh, actually it did well in the box office. It actually beat John Wick out. Thank God. I was surprised. I really didn't think at first when I before we even watched it in my mind, I was like, you know. I just have a feeling this movie's gonna be super cheesy and not all that. But knock on wood, it wasn't too bad. Um, for those that love D and D, again, if you go and watch it, I think you'll enjoy it because when you watch it, you'll notice the film itself. It's none. It's none of the quests that were any of the actual real D and D quests. I think this movie itself was just put together just so they could like kind of dip their toe in the water to see. To get the vibes and see if people really see, liked it. Yeah. And then as long as people liked it, which it looks like it did, because, again, it beat out John Wick in the box office. Uh, therefore, that gives them the go-ahead to make another one. So, therefore, then I think that's when you'll start seeing them actually make the movies off certain, like, high-end quests. Like, they'll go off, like, the top five quests of all time of D&D, and they'll make the movies of them. So, uh, The Curse of Strahd, of course, will be one. Can't wait. And uh, I know, I know, Curse of Strahd. Theoretically, if you look them up online, the top quest of all time, Curse of Strahd's like three or four. Uh, there's a couple other ones that were actually above Strahd. I think the original one, uh, the very first quest, the big, it was still like one of the popular ones. So, but anyhow, the movie itself, um, it was a long movie. It was two hour and fourteen minutes. This is uh, worth it. It, yeah, it, was, it, was it, really wasn't, it wasn't bad. I, yeah, it, it had some funny scenes in it. Um. But again, hopefully. But that's that's a part of like D and D that makes it like you know you have your funny moments and then you have your serious moments. Yeah, and and that was the thing too. I mean, uh, you didn't see a, like a lot of the monsters that you do on normal quest. It's but, a gelatinous cube. <laughs> but the good thing is, again, I think it was just a film to again dip your toe in the water. There's going to be a lot more D and D movies, possibly. Um, so hopefully, again. Hopefully the box office proves that people were interested, and hopefully, well, in this day and age, I mean, it's so hard to you know create a movie. So you know they either go off video games, or I mean, a lot of movies go based off books or comics, or they just remake them. Um, but for them to, I know they were they had the old cartoon back in the eighties, and then they had the movie in the early two thousands, which was supposedly shit. Which I never even realized they even made a D and D back in the early two thousands. I knew about the the cartoon show, but again, I've never watched it because that's way before my time. Um, but uh, this is going to be good um, for a lot of you know D and D people, and apparently, I mean, D and D is huge for a lot of people. 
man. I'm I'm pretty excited to see what other you know takes are gonna. Well, I just found out your your cousin Bailey. She plays. Really? Yeah. Dude, I've I've learned throughout <laughs> for for the past like you know like five six years. A lot of people that I know play D and D, and I didn't realize that. I'm like, yeah, that's. I think it's like people you know that are you know homosexual. They're afraid to come out of the closet. <laughs> Well, same way with the D and D players, it's like they're afraid to come out and say, "Hey." It's hard because it's like you know you grow up saying that's the nerdiest thing you can do, but once you actually play it, you're like, "Well, fuck, dude, I've been missing out my whole entire life." That's yeah. like with um, well, it depends who you grow up around too. I mean, certain just the way you grow up as kids and the people you hang out with. Yeah, I always thought that D and D was just some nerdy stuff, and so. I mean, a lot of people say that you know D and D got brought back because of Stranger Things. I mean, it probably did. Um, I mean, Stranger Things is such a huge like TV series or uh, series on Netflix, and that whole movie's revolved around uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and that's not the reason why we played. We just you know we were. But we, the weird thing is though, but like. Vecna and stuff. Yeah, he's not based off D and D. No, Vecna's not. He's based but the off Demogordons magic. are the Demogordons, but the ma- magic's basically D and D, but in card form. No, oh, I mean it's got it's its own thing though. Magic was its own thing. D and D's its own thing. But Vecna's from actually magic. Yeah, I know. So just... that's what I'm saying. It's they put a whole mixture to all this shit. So yeah, I, I actually enjoyed Stranger Things. I can't. I don't think the new season is going to come out this year. It's going to come out next year. But man, that that last season with Eddie, man, that was so sad. But I ha- I have a I have a strong feeling that he's going to be back. Well, possibly yeah but again i heard the next one they create is the last one they create yeah it's it's the last one they're doing so 100 percent. but all we'll things all things come to end yeah yeah so on other news um nothing really <laughs> <laughs> so in other news nothing nothing um we want to slowly start getting back into you know it's halfway to halloween guys um, we were almost there to the spooky season. I mean, fuck, it's... Where's in April? We got five months until spooky season starts, guys. So, so here we are again in March. Oh, April. Oh, shit, it is April. April. In April. Holy crap, it's April. And we're going to slowly bring back the lovely interviews that you guys love. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, these fuckers don't back out on us. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that's something that we have to, you know, look forward to is people backing out. But, you know, nine times out of ten, they write us back and we set something up. Or they don't write me back. So, um, so haunting is not really necessarily changing for the, the, the worst or the best. It's basically in, you know... Neutral right now. Everybody's just doing their thing. Um, I know ha- I've been watching Haunted Overload on Instagram, and they're slowly, you know, getting their stuff ready. I've been seeing a bunch of ads about that um, that Fear Columbus up in Ohio. Um, they're they're just taking off. I wouldn't mind to see them this year. Uh, Land of Illusion is going off and doing new things. I uh, can't really say much. Um, they just have a new haunt coming. They have a new game. haunt coming, um, which is great. Um, trying to think. I know uh, Scare Factory, well, Scare Factory, the review board that we had on the show last year, uh, they've been doing a bunch of stuff. They've been going to, you know, um, yearly haunts. Uh, the Lindsay Bacon, I think her name is, or Beacon, she's been going to that Weverly Hills prison or their mental, it's the hospital. Mm. Um, they have they had an event up there either this coming last weekend or the weekend before, and she's been posting stuff. And I seen a bunch of haunt characters and a bunch of cool stuff. But we are gonna, I mean, I guess we're just 
talk about some some haunts that are coming. Uh, I I just went to scarefactor.com. Um, if you guys don't know who Scarefactor is, they are an amazing review board that's all over the country. They have a huge team. Um, Tyler and Nora uh, are the owners of Scarefactor, and we had the privilege of talking with them last year. And they're 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 great people, and I'm I was really excited to actually sit down and talk to them. Um, so, guys, go on to scarefactor.com and check out their lovely, you know, website with all these reviews all across the country. I mean, shit, they have stuff in fucking Hawaii, Alaska. <laughs> so they got they got some. There's some scary pineapples. They got some people, guys. Um, but there's this one haunt that I always wanted to go to. Uh, let's see if I can find it real quick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even know. No, no, no. I think, it, honestly, it is uh, Fear Columbus is the one that I, I was talking about. But, you know, Fear Columbus, they just opened up in 2021. Um, they are a brand new haunt, and they came out of nowhere. I thought they were a previous Well, they were a previous haunt. haunt, but the new owners just basically amped it up they just they it was previously um 13th floor in columbus so and then an amazing minds of nick and jesse francis its doors are open nightly haunts are being sold out quickly so they're selling out their tickets guys Fear fucking Columbus is still selling. Yeah, I heard they only do like limited tickets each night. Yeah, which is it's good on the actors. I mean, I don't, I don't. Well, yeah, I mean that way. But some places like they just open door from this time to this time. So if they're selling just a limited number of tickets per night, and they're selling out. So, so that's. I wonder how much they're actually selling. How many tickets they actually sell? I mean, I don't know. I mean, the the way the ratings are, you know, their cast has got an eight, and this is uh, based out of like one out of ten. Yeah. The costume is nine point one. Uh, customer service is really good. Um, the atmosphere is a solid nine. Special effects is a nine point one. I mean, everything's a nine nine. There's it says basically not even a theme. But I definitely want to try to check that out. Tickets, uh, general admission ranges from nineteen to twenty four dollars and twenty nine dollars based on pricing. So probably like over the like Saturdays are probably thirty bucks. But that's a good price. Smell. You pay for what you get for. You know, if you don't have roller coasters in your in your theme park, there's quote there's a uh, um, yeah quotation type of a thrill ride thrill ride your tickets should be no higher than $40 flat out because I mean yeah it's cool and um, to you know raise prices and stuff but you gotta give the people what they want um, there there are certain but ha- even then though when you put these rides in though too you can't expect to have high gate prices and then also charge for the rides too when you get in there. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, Kings Island, Cedar Point, Six Flags, all the theme parks that are out there that are actual theme parks. Um, there's a reason why those tickets are you know fifty bucks a, a pop. But honestly, their tickets are cheaper. Yeah, their tickets are like forty, fifty bucks. Yeah, but you get to stay from seven until one o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and you get to ride. Roller coasters. Well, you get to choose what you want. You get to do what you want. Do what you want. You know, you have the whole park to do what you want. There's entertainment ever. You have the hours and time to spend with your friends and family. Um, but I, I, I personally don't think that, you know, haunts should charge over $50. 
I mean, I think, I mean, I think that's kind of uh, selfish. Well, unfortunately, right now, the reason they're doing it is because so far people are paying it. But because it's in the area. But if people eventually say, you know what, we're protesting, we're not paying this shit no more, they'll have to lower them. But again, you know, you live in. The I mean, area. I'm not, I'm not dogging on land evolution because in land evolution, their their price, their tickets are a little pricey. But sometimes they have live shows, you know, huge shows. We didn't do one last year, the year before. Um, but the, sometimes they had big people there. I mean, you can, like, when um, Warren See, came. That's the other thing, too. I don't know if they're ever going to go back to that, which I've heard rumors that they won't because, you know, they don't make their money back on that. But even if you don't always make your money back, sometimes it's still good to bring in some names if you can to yeah. help bring people in. But... In all reality, though, that stage just ain't big enough to handle some of these bigger names. No, no. So, <clears throat> like when they had like Dokken and Warrant and fucking uh, uh, Saliva, uh, those are those are pretty reasonable sizes for that stage. But like you know, if they wanted to go bigger, man, they're gonna like Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, they Slipknot's drum set wouldn't fit on there. No, no. Again, I am. It's been talked about for many years. I still think the stage needs to come down and they need to put it in a different part of the park and have that way you have a bigger open area for it, a bigger stage, that way you can bring in any band you want. Again, there's just more benefits to a bigger stage and bigger area, and then you can use the area where the stage is at and actually make your other two haunts bigger. Yep, No, and I completely agree with that because if you want to have a good crowd, you got to have a good... um, Plus, with that stage being where it's at and then you have the pavilion, that's in the way. So if you have a really big band, people in the back can't see because the pavilion's in the way. So, again, I think it it should be changed around, especially if you want to keep growing. Yes. But now if you're happy with the size you are, then whatever. But if you want to keep growing, I think it should move. And, again, it is what it is. Yeah. And that's that's just just life, guys. (laughs) Yeah. That's (laughs) life. Get over it. That's it. Um but, you know, Land of Illusion is definitely stepping up their game this year and adding new things, which I can't wait to see what they're going to be doing. Um, but, I mean, we never know. We never know if it's going to, you know, fail or, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I know Vic Amasquita, he's been doing a bunch of podcasts and stuff on his, uh, I forget what his podcast name was. It's like uh, some showdown. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but... I still think it's absolutely crazy that, you know, Blood Prison is, like, tear down every year. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that, see, but that right there should, that should, you know, should move you along in life to where, okay, so I really enjoy doing this. This is where it becomes a serious decision. Do I need to go out and do my own thing, or do I need to actually sit down with the state because the state owns it. Yeah. Talk with them about making a section of this a full. Yeah, because it's like, I, I feel like that they're missing out on so many opportunities on, you know, building these beautiful sets. Because I, mean, I heard originally that they were supposed to stop touring through there, meaning the state was going to ban the prison to where they weren't going to let no more tours go through because it's just getting so old and all this other shit. So I don't know. But if that happened in that case, if they were just going to do that, then. If I was Vic and I had the funds, I would try to fucking just turn a whole prison, purchase it. Just turn a whole prison into a, a uh, just a giant ass haunt. A giant ass haunt. 
but so cool. But again, each is their own. I mean, I don't know his financial situation, and I would I don't know what the state is going to do with it. But if they did decide to stop it as a museum and just leave it sit, then I would sell it outright, and then I that way you could leave your haunt up twenty four seven, and then you can just go ape shit. Yeah, I started a pension, so uh, the state of Ohio can give Vic Amasquita the blood prison. Something that'd be cool. So, well, if he wakes up one morning and say, "All right, Vic, tears, <laughs> have at it, have at it," We're man, done. I bet, dude, he would. He wouldn't know what to do. You wouldn't because that place is so big. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so big, and it does need some work because it is. It's old. Yeah, it's an old fuck. But even going through renovating all that, I mean, it would take years, a lot of time, and a lot of money. And I grant it, you don't want to renovate too much in some areas because it makes it look more scary. Yeah, scary. So, again, you got to pick and choose your battles on that. But, again, hopefully it works out for him, and I hope Blood Prison does great. And I'm hoping, you know, either they do work something out to where they can either leave their shit up year-round or they can move on and actually have their own place and go from there. But, you know, to wish them the best. Dude, just reading these reviews or just seeing the numbers of the reviews, mm-hmm. you know, Hanahuchi. Everybody knows yeah. Hanahuchi. I mean, Hanahuchi's just fucking intense, but they got an 8.8. 8. Fear yeah. Columbus got a 9.2. Yeah. Dude, that's... I gotta check them out, man. Yeah. The legendary haunted house. If you guys don't know what Hanahuchi is, Dead Acres, holy hell. So it's just, it's it's weird because it's like, it's in... Um, I can't ever say the name right of this place. Uh, it's in Columbus. The P word... Uh, mm-hmm. Pataskala, 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 Ohio, which is basically out like right outside Columbus. And you would think like all the pictures and stuff, it's like in the woods. Like, no, literally it's right on the side of the road with this, this fucking place. And it blows, it blew me away when I first seen it. I was like, well, that's, that's kind of disappointing uh-huh. because like you think you, you hear haunted hoochie dead acres. It's this huge farm with all this silos and fire and dragons and blood and titties and all this other crazy shit. No, it's literally right on the side of the road in the city. It's like, there it is. There's Han and Hoochie. But don't fucking look at it that way. Cause that, that Just haunt, park your car and go to the fucking side. Yeah, because, dude, the, the, the shows that they have outside, you know, sometimes they have people hanging from their skin. Yeah. They do fucking heavy metal bands. They have a bunch of titties hanging out. Taped over the nipples, which is, you know, a good thing. But sometimes, man, you want to see the nipple. I want to see the nips. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know if they'd still do the clown 3D thing. But I, I know when I went a few years ago that it was just the whole ride itself was just a fucking adventure. Um, you still haven't been out there, have you? No. No, oh, yeah, we'll go We'll go this year. That, that place is, it's, it's so wild because it's like, they're so offensive. <laughs> they really are. But people like us, it's like, eh, it's okay. It's okay to step over that line because, like, sometimes they have, like, you know, nuns with their basically nude. They have a priest holding snakes. Uh, they have, you know, they did that, <laughs> that Nazi thing that got them in trouble a few yeah. years ago. That one that one really fucked them up. Um, but I, I definitely want to try to check them out this year and see what they have done. I have a few friends that actually work up there that still work up there. Um, and then obviously you got the USS Nightmare, which is in technically like downtown Cincinnati, Newport area. It's right. It's on the Kentucky side and that's, that's been there for a while. Yeah. Um, they're all right. 
They're they're a little, you know, commercialized a little bit. Same thing with like the dent. The dent's pretty cool for the scenery. Uh, the queue line's really neat and stuff, but it's not the greatest haunt in the world. It's like if you want to go to a haunt to get scared, that's not the place. Um, and there's Hell's Dungeon. Hell's Dungeon. Um, they they're they're well they're they're not necessarily like a a, a rundown haunt, but you know it's a start of a. A new guy, Fred, he is going out of his way to make sure that these kids in Dayton, man, are just getting off the streets. And he, he yeah, cre- Fred's doing an awesome job as Fuck far as yeah, he helping is. people out and, you know, trying to help these kids, you know, again, like Snags was saying, getting off the streets and shit like that. And he's trying to do something good there. The haunt itself isn't bad. Um, no. Again, and I understand he's limited on restrictions due to, you know, OSHA and stuff like that. And because the building that they're in, it's in the basement of this old Sears store. And he's got a lot of room, but he can't build his scenery all the way up to the ceiling due to fire codes. Yep. So until he officially owns it, he's not allowed to do anything as far as that way he won't violate fire codes. So the scenery is limited on how high up it can go. And, and it's, it's really hard to find hell's dungeon because it's in the it's, back of a shopping plaza. And it's like, he's not allowed having signs or yeah. anything. And it's like, it's, it's kind of unfair on the, the state to let him, to let that happen yeah. because it's like, man, this man needs, I mean, he has billboards and stuff, uh, which is really cool and great advertising. I mean, the logo's dope. Uh, the pictures that he takes are really good. Um, but I think he said he only had like three more years or yeah. something like that uh, on the building. So he doesn't know what, hopefully, and I'm hoping for him that he's another, he's another one I think should go out and find some property somewhere. And that way he can go balls out yeah. and that way he has free reign. He can do whatever the hell he yeah, wants. That, Cause he has a lot of cool ideas you know, his, his, and it, I think could make go nuts. Yeah. He has a lot of potential to blow the fuck up. Um, but again, it takes time, and if he's actually really dedicated to doing what he's doing, then he'll get there. Um, you, you have ever been to Lewisburg Caves? No, Lewisburg Caves. So they used to be the world's longest walk through haunt. It is in Lewisburg, Ohio. Um, you, as soon as you pull in, you pull into this grassy area, and then all of a sudden you go to this like mixshape, mick mixshape like ticket booth. Buy your tickets, and then you have to walk about a hundred feet underground. It's like it's, it's not like a like a like a sixty degree angle, man. It's it's pretty steep, and when it's raining, it's it's like a waterfall. I mean, it's a stream, but you go down into this giant hole in the ground, and uh, whoever discovered you know the Lewisburg Caves, it is absolutely crazy they got about well i'm sorry you go to about 80 feet underground and there's about thirty thousand live bats down there thirty thousands and you will might you might get dirty it's okay but uh and if you get touched by a bat or if a bat lands on you you just throw your hands up and say bat 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 and guess what they take the bat off you and that's it but anyways you go down there and you're you're at the the queue line lady, and they they talk to you. They're all friendly. Everybody's super friendly there. They have sheriffs on the property. They have, I don't think they have food and drinks there. They might have food and drinks. Maybe, like, maybe they should serve bat. They they should like a bat burger. Yeah, <laughs> hold the wings. <laughs> Can you hold the wings, please? Um, but anyways, you go in, and it's about you know a little. It's it's more than an hour long 
the haunt itself. And you're walking through this cave, and the whole thing is like so dark. Not not like the scenery. Well, the scenery is definitely dark, but the lighting is it's it's not too bad because they illuminate with like reds and yellows and all this crazy stuff. But it's so scary. Like, there's a fucking bus down there. How the hell did you get a bus down there? Piece by piece. Piece by piece. That's what Fred did with that uh, that fucking plane. Yeah. Who's motherfucker? I said, Fred, Fred, how'd you get this fuselage down here? <laughs> but, piece by piece. But that uh, that bus down there, it's really creepy. And it's like, eh, it's like uh, that movie, um, as, above, as, as Above, So Below, when they're in the catacombs. And um, there's this one scene where... Uh, this guy gets sucked into this car and it was like reliving his past of seeing his brother die or something stupid. And, and for some reason, there's this car down there that catches on fire and his brother's in the car and all of a sudden he gets sucked in. But it's shit like that that's creepy. Because you got to think, you're 80 feet under, underneath the ground in a, in, in a haunt, in a cave. Like what happens if like, you know, eh, I'm going to fall on you. Mm. I'm going to crush you. But it's creepy, and then uh, their chainsaws shoot fucking you know thirty foot sparks that are just absolutely amazing. Every time that I've went to Lewisburg Caves, I was never disappointed. I've not been there since uh, say two thousand eighteen, so it's it's been it's been about six years, five years, five six years slacking. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to think, man, fucking working out land and dedicating my life to that place kind of sucks, but. I'm not really dedicating my heart to land this year. I'm gonna, I'll do makeup and stuff, but that's as soon as I'm done with makeup, I want to go adventure off and see other things because. <laughs> and you guys, and you guys know that as if you're haunters, it's so hard to. There's there's some haunters out there that have never been to a haunt, but their own haunt, you know, because some of the, some haunts allow, you know, the the um the scare actors, to go in for free. Some of them don't. Which is kind of stupid, but uh, it just sucks because it's like you're missing out on so many like haunts out there that are just so freaking big and so good. They're so good, and you you can't you can't go because you're just stuck there. But you're you're having a good time. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, having a good time, scaring people, and interjoining, interjoining, entertaining yeah. the crowd, and interjoining, interjoining everybody. Watch out. Uh, it just, it just sucks. So anyways, yeah, so eventually we're going to start reaching out to other haunts. We had quite a few last year. We had, uh, uh, fuck, that's been a minute. Um, what was that corn maze place up in Pennsylvania? Uh, Field of Screams. Yeah. We did Field of Screams. We did, uh, an actor from Haunted Overload, which his name is Biscuit. Mm-hmm. I love Biscuit. And then, uh, we did... What other haunts are we doing? Where are we doing? Actually, quite a few. It's been a minute. Oh, like that. We oh, we did the uh, the uh, what was it? Born in Buffalo. Uh, Born in Buffalo. Born in Buffalo. Um, fuck, dude. Come on, Steve. Tell me what that. Um, get on our damn Spotify and look at all this stuff we did. I know. I'm telling you. Oh, we'll see everybody. Um, what happens? You just you've got. We did episodes. Land of Illusion, Phobia. We did Hell's Dungeon. We did Fright World Screen Park. That was the one in Buffalo. She was really cool. Um, we did uh, Zombie Skin. Uh, he's a company that makes this wild uh, latex. Uh, Joe Glenn, uh, great guy. Um, Warden's Widow from the Blood Prison, which was fucking an amazing interview. She's such a such a, such a sweetheart. Yeah. Um, and then 
We did, obviously, we did the Blood Prison. We did Pongo Joe, guys, an Ultimate Slider. We did Willy Vodka from, um, oh, what the hell is this hunt called? Uh, b- 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 out of Texas. Yeah, it's a Texas one. Um, Creepy Hollow. And then we also did Slider Jesus. Slider Jesus, everybody. That was a that was a fun one. Slider Jesus is based out of Hellscape in Chicago. He was in, um, what was that other haunt? Um, the prison. Yeah, the prison. Oh, fuck. Um, Statesville. Yeah, Statesville yep, prison, Statesville. and they closed it down. Because that was a part of the that federal government thing where yeah. they were closing these prisons down and people couldn't use them for anything anymore. So that's why I was saying that... Uh, yeah, fucking where blood prison that I can't think today. Yep. Uh, and then we had the ultimate privilege to do an interview with Sandy Johnson. John Johnson? Jesus. We're Sandy Johnson from Halloween 1978, a.k.a. Judith Myers. The first ever kill of Halloween history, guys. Which was big, the biggest letdown of my life, and it put me in a funk for a while. And and this is the reason why it was such a letdown. It's because you fuckers didn't like it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it was that. Uh, I didn't. I didn't care if you guys liked it or not. It was basically just my personal thing. Um, so like, I built myself up for like two, three months when she emailed me, and I was like, man, I am so excited, dude. This is this is our first big, you know, interview. And I mean, she's not necessarily like a celebrity, but she was in like one of my favorite movies, yeah. 1978 Halloween, John Carpenter, and um. We, I, I messaged her throughout the weeks and stuff, asking if she's still ready. She said, absolutely. She was such a nice lady. She sent me a video on who she was and what haunt, what haunt, what uh, horror movie she was in. And it helped us out to promote it and stuff. I'm like, man, this is getting more exciting and exciting and exciting and more. It was just like so, the buildup was so real. And then we started talking to her and it was like, no, like, like nothing against like Judith Myers, but she's like in her 70s and um, she's, She's been in like three or four movies. And yeah, she was Playmate of the year, of the month of June of 1976 or 70. Yeah, 76 or 77. I don't, one of those years. But she, she was Playmate and it was cool. Awesome. This is great. But um, she didn't really do much. She, uh, she goes to horror conventions here and there and stuff. She does a few interviews, but she's a retired, you know, teacher. Yeah. And she lives on a farm in Texas. And. You know, she's living her life. Not saying she's like a boring person, but it's just a really, you know, boring interview. Um, but you got to think like, you know, we're in, we're in our 30s and she's in her 70s. She's lived a long time, guys. And she's probably done a dozen interviews in her life. So it was just like that that shows right then and there that we're not movie enthusiasts. Um, we just love horror movies. And that kind of fucked me up a little bit and it's like man i really embarrassed myself i mean i'm i've been getting bored with them lately with what horror movies horror don't say that i've been getting bored with them because it's the same old shit over and over why you gotta watch the old ones well even the old ones you know i mean yes they're more enjoyable than the new ones but i don't know just i've been getting bored with the horror movies man they just been sucking nuts lately yeah i see i i haven't watched a new horror movie um you just watched scream yeah that was so they was fucking garbage well there you go see i just told you oh Guys, if you guys watched that Scream Six, man, um, whoever liked it, you can go fuck off. Uh, I mean, the the younger generation Cordy liked it. Yeah, you can fuck off. The younger generation, they um, they liked it, but like the the older generation, you know, I'm I'm right at the border of like young and older, so like I'm right fucking there. So I grew up with like the Scream series, and 
the first three were really good. Then like the fourth and fifth one, it's like, okay, you guys are getting a little too far with this. And then all of a sudden the sixth one came out and you're in Manhattan. And it's like, what you doing, baby, with a shotgun? Don't get me wrong. The kills were fucking sweet. The shrine of Ghostface was fucking sweet. And all the memorabilia that he's collected throughout the years. Uh, that day, the, the, the six was they. Um, not not pronouns, guys. Calm down. But they, there's there's multiple screams in that one of uh, Ghostface. But they're still basing it off the fucking original Stab movies. It's time to move on. Wes Craven, he's dead. He's gone. He he no more. It's time to fucking start a new story with Ghostface. Quit calling it five. Quit calling it six. Don't move on to seven. Now they're saying that fucking Ghostface is going to be in the goddamn mountains. Okay. What the fuck? Nah. He's going to fight a Yeti. Yeah, fight a Yeti. Cool. Uh, and then uh, they are in works of um, uh, Camp Crystal Lake on Peacock. It's going to be a TV series. Don't know how they're going to do it, how they're going to do it, but they're slowly bringing back the man, the, the legend. They need to stop that shit. Hell no, dude. I'm excited for Fuck that. Fuck some TV series. Get straight to the movies and let the man get but back TV's, to his job. The, 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 don't get me wrong. He's going to come back. He's going to come back hard as fuck. But the TV series is going to explain a lot more. I mean, there are certain people out there that um, that don't watch horror movies for the story. A lot of people say, like, uh, oh, it's just the it's just the blood guts and gore that you look No, I don't look for I love stories, and I love the fucking blood guts and gore. Oh, I'll go ahead and volunteer my services to play the new one. So, go. I'll play him. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what's going to happen with that one. Um, but, man, dude, when Jason comes back, it's going to be so... It's going to be so big. Um, and then... Yeah, the last year they released uh, Hellraiser. Dude, that was a great movie. That was a fantastic movie. The take that they, the way they went on that, especially it was a girl, a trans girl. Uh, dude, she killed it. She absolutely fucking killed it. I don't give a fuck anybody says that movie was exactly what we needed. But then it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Who the fuck are you? What what are you doing? What are you doing, bub? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Again, they try to they try to bring back the, do the whole fucking you know Lori Strode shit like I'm gonna come the bitch died yeah. she's dead she did she gone but then they try to bring her back as an old lady with a fucking shotgun yeah. bitch you got thrown by that chainsaw I don't give a fuck who you, that movie was dumb I mean it was so dumb the kills in it there were certain like there's a few of them that kind of like made me cringe a little bit but other than that the movie was stupid like the bus scene that was too much that was too fucking much that was dumb. Cause you're not now. I'm sorry, guys. That that movie was that was um, that was not a good movie. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're I, done. <laughs> well, it's the same thing with fucking Halloween end, ends. I refuse to rewatch that movie. I still haven't bought it on DVD, so I can complete my collection. But god damn it, dude, they fucked it up. They fucked it up so bad. They try to make it into a love story, dude. Love lives today. If fuck anything, you. If anything, I still thought I got a kick out of it. I thought it was funny. I mean, the kills were in it were cool. Again, I just thought it was funny. The, the fucking corkscrew to the fucking neck. Uh, you know, <laughs> dude, at, the, the kills went. Motherfuckers just shooting random people. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, mm. how the fuck did they know that the whole fucking town knew that Michael Myers was dead? Well, they, they, that cop was bought, or broadcasting on his speakerphone. Yeah, as fuck they drive you. Through town. I don't give a shit. He was advertising. Yeah, advertising my ass. You can advertise Dark Hair Podcast. Yeah. That would have been some funny ass <laughs> shit. Him going down the road. 
Michael's dead. Dark Carousel Podcast. <laughs> Watch Dark Carousel Podcast. Mondays, 5 p.m. Eastern oh Time. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, so I, I should have slipped the producer that. Here, here's 50 bucks. Put dude, that in I was so upset with that movie. I was just like, man, don't end it like that. And they did. And she, she won a fucking Oscar or a Scream Award. I don't know what fuck she won. I got it. Kristen got me a little newspaper print with her crying and stuff. And it's like, okay, cool, dude. Fuck you. Now, <laughs> they need to just, like, let that rest for, like, yeah. you know, five or six years. Calm, calm it down. <laughs> let it go. And then rebuild another one. Um, Are they? Don't know. Don't care. Because right now, Michael Myers is on my bad side. Mm. He can fuck off. Um, Freddy needs to come back. He needs to do at least one okay. more film. Um, And then. Done. I know. They need, they need to stop. I don't even want them to redo them. I don't want them to do Because any, anybody and everybody that's tried to do it is shit. No one can play that part no. except the man, Robert England. Yeah, no. They've tried it with that douchebag that played Warshat. Yeah. That sucked. Mm. And they've tried the other dude, too. I forgot his name. But anyhow, they tried it with other people, and the CGI, all of it, it looked like shit. Again. It looked like you had Down syndrome. There's only one, and that's Robert England. And then you guys just need to stop. It's time to get creative. Let's create some other little new monsters or whatever. But the problem is, with this stupid-ass society that we live in today, we got too many fucking pussies and shit talkers. You called her her, but she's yeah. actually a man. So therefore, it's hard Fuck to create you. newer things that people enjoy because everybody's offended over the littlest thing. You fart the wrong way, people are offended. So, I think, in general... We just need to take a break on the films, and we just need to get some morale movies out that boost people, get everybody back into the There'd be a the fucking spirit. horror movie about a, t- a tire that killed people called Rubber. <laughs> a tire. A fucking tire. It's poisonous. That thing went on a rampage. Oh. Bounced on people. Um, like, bring back Cujo. Where the fuck's Cujo at? What about Sleepy Hollow? Yes! Yes! Bring back Sleepy... What's his name? Ichabod Thornton? Ichabod Crane. (laughs) Ichabod Crane, man. I would love... I would love to see Johnny Depp and Christopher Walken back in in a second one and, like, go in more depth of it and, like, really show him go ape shit. Well, I don't don't think, like, you know, they're going to bring those two back, but I think, like, if they're going to do another Sleepy Hollow... Take the scenery and how dark it was, you know, back in Massachusetts when it would, when it happened. Was it in Massachusetts or was it in Buffalo? When it happened, it was just it was like a dark times. The fog, it was gloomy out. There was never a sunny day. It was just I'm gonna watch that when I go home tonight. I'm gonna watch that movie. It's such a good movie. And it's just everything of that movie was just so good. And it's such an underrated movie, and nobody ever talks about. I it. think it was in New York. Yeah, it because was in it I'm, was in I'm, New York. I'm replaying it in my head that Judge was talking about two dies ride or whatever up north of up north in New York North New York or Yeah, talk. I think it's like close to fucking Buffalo. I don't know. But anywho. Um but yeah, they need to redo some shit like that or put a sequel to it or something. But Yeah, it was in it's it's in Sleepy Hollow. Um uh New York. New York City. Not New York City, but New York City. <laughs> in New York City. Man, this motherfucker got Gucci on his shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, like shit like that. That would that would bring back the atmosphere of just like horror. Horror right now is just like, it's like rock and roll. Rock and roll is just not what it used to be. You know, it's filled with like rap and country, and that's all it is. Or pop pop country or pop rap or whatever the fuck you call it these days. The only person I actually like listen to the rap-wise is old Posty. I love Post Malone. 
I mean, there's few. There's this one dude um, that sounds exactly like Post Malone, which is, which is named uh, Charlie on Friday, and it pisses me off. Don't get me wrong, his music's good, but you sound exactly like Post Malone. You stop. That. You stop. <laughs> you stop. Everybody's got to ride coattails. Yeah, they all they all do, man. Then that's the problem with today's society. They just get up, put some work in, motherfucker. Like, dude, like King Kong versus Godzilla, that was the fucking badass. <laughs> Oh sweet! And then Godzilla realized, you know what? We just need to be friends. Yeah. So what was what was that giant Godzilla, the robot Godzilla, yeah. uh, Mecha Godzilla, or yeah. something stupid? That was crazy. But if yeah, we they, if we team up, we can beat him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fucking Godzilla put the fear of God in King Kong's eyes. I'll whoop your ass, motherfucker! I don't give a fuck if you're a monkey or not. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the movie The Collector? Yeah, that was a good movie. That was yeah. a fun one. Um, and then that was the one about him harvesting body parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was selling a, them on the black market. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of uh, selling body parts, you ever seen a movie Repo Men? Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've seen parts of it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but yeah, it was another one that was doing that shit. Mm. Fuck that. There's actually people out there that do that shit. Yeah, that's why you don't go to bars. Nope. <laughs> Can I get one of them cocktails? You want a roofie? Why is this bitch bubbling? <laughs> that's, a, that's dry ice. Yeah. Yeah. That would be some cool. We need some dry ice so we can fucking make our table all smoky. You need a fog machine. A, a yeah, little. but fog machine rolls up and goes up. We need it to stay on the ground. We need, we need to get a dry ice machine. We have they have those low laying fog ones. Yeah. They're expensive, but don't. don't those I'm are like expensive. Justin though. If we put like little cups on the table though, and you put a little dry ice and just a little bit of water, it could work. Yeah, it'll go across the table all nice. Well, you can get a uh, and this is called a, a homemade uh, sh- uh, chiller because I did one. Helped Ed from Chambers of Horror. So you take a normal, it can be a cheap fog machine or a real big fog machine, doesn't matter. And then you connect a hose that connects to the tip and then you run it through a cooler of ice. And then you take the other tube connected to it mm. and then it takes the heat from it and it the cold drops and it just slowly and fog. That works. I mean, but I mean, you have to buy ice and all that other mm. bullshit. But you can get dry ice to, you know, cool down the cooler and stuff. But. Who wants to do that when you just go out and buy one? They need to make a Ronald McDonald horror movie. Be kind of creepy. Well, that, they wouldn't do that because then people would have a different view about McDonald's. Well, yeah, they did Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, but Winnie the Pooh itself, the series has been done for a while. Yeah, but still, and Ronald McDonald, that they don't, they don't technically exist anymore. They don't oh, even advertise. That's, that's still part of McDonald's. <laughs> what? <Well, laughs> I don't know, man. You got old fucking, what's his name? Uh, uh, gr- uh, what the hell's the... Now, if you had like the Hamburglar or something doing some Hamburglar and fucking, what's he? Gr- Grimace. Grimace. The, <laughs> the he's, a, he's a fucking taste bud. I didn't, I, I, go, I remember I was on Google and I was like, what is this fucking dude? This giant purple guy. Yep. He's a fucking taste bud. That came off Ronald's tongue. Yeah. And dude, but the Hamburglar, man, instead of taking hamburgers. French try kids. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Dude, I, those are fun times, guys. Those are good times. I, th- I always thought Ronald McDonald was a creeper. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, um, Mr. Rogers was. Mr. Rogers was such a nice guy. That's what. That's like the, the dude at work. He's so nice. He's weird. Mm. That's weird, guys. How are you going to be so nice when you work with a bunch of dudes and it's not no, hey, how are you? I'm glad to see you today. It's yeah. usually, hey, how are you? Fuck you. Get yeah. the fuck away from me. That's just. That's just how. Well, I mean, that's great. The dude's supposedly positive and everything, but at the same time, it is weird because you don't see that in the world today. Oh, so I mean, that's good that he's trying to take a positive outlook on life. I mean, good for you, bud. Yeah. Are you a cop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you doing? 
you got? I don't know. I don't know that. I mean, yeah, sure. Have fun with that. Um, trying to think. Um, Evil Dead comes out this month, guys. Evil Dead Rises. That's going to be such a gory movie. I can't wait. That's going to be a fun one. There's actually a lot of horror movies that are coming out this year. The Priest's Exorcism. The Exorcist is supposed to be coming out, which comes out on October 13th. Friday the 13th. That's going to be a fucking good movie. Which one's the 14th of April? Uh, uh, Evil Dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think it's the 14th or 15th. Yeah. It's one of those days. But, yeah, that's going to be a fun movie. Um, yeah, Evil Dead Rises, man. It's the 14th because the 12th is that Wednesday because that's the day they're supposed to go down at work. So it would be the 14th that Friday. Which is next week? Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, I'm gone. Kristen's birthday is next Saturday. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's Evil Dead Rise is going to be a really good movie. Again, guys, Bruce Campbell's not going to be in it, so calm your tits. But he helped write it and direct it, so fuck off. Um, dude, he'd be an awesome person to have on a show. Bruce Campbell. You have to get a hold of his people. Yeah, man, it's so hard to fucking talk to those people. A lot of them are rude. But when you're big like that. Yeah, but if you if they know what your background is and what your genre is and stuff like that, I think it's mean, it's easier for them to decide, like, okay, this is more his pace this is what he's into yeah i mean again i'm gonna start uh messaging a lot of people so if you're a haunt owner and you hear us and you get a message from dark carousel podcast you know what to do yeah we'll set up a little interview and talk and go from there um yeah. other than that fellas that's the show um we're happy, that's the happy to see you guys um i know there's been some nasty storms coming so stay safe stay classy and stay spooky i'm snags and that's mr sweets and this is dark carousel podcast and guys check it out we're on audible now it's crazy yeah. we didn't know about that <laughs> they just put us on there yeah we're on audible we're on every other platform so google us and check us out we have about a little over close to 60 episodes again guys we get are listening. get to listening and give us reviews and again guys stay spooky and we love scary stuff and we love you very much see ya hi <laughs>